Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You're listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Dr. Maggie Dow about her journey to becoming a certified animal-assisted counseling team with her Australian Labradoodle Dorothy, how she learned about incorporating dogs into her counseling practice from a colleague, and what she looked for when selecting Dorothy. We'll discuss why she decided to pursue certification through two different organizations, why she fell in love with volunteering, and how to get involved with Operation Sticker Licker. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Dr. Maggie and Dorothy. Hello. Hi there. How are you? Great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely. It's been really fun to have these interviews and get to know more of the current and future therapy dogs out there for sure. Um, Because I know we all kind of have different goals. um, But I was just sharing one of the things that I really appreciate about our conversations is that you're ahead of me on a path that I'm really interested in. (laughs) And so that's been really fun to talk to you about. So Awesome. Yes. Yes. So I was thinking maybe if you could um, introduce yourself, tell us about you, about your pup, and maybe kind of generally where y'all are located, and then we'll jump in. Awesome. Okay. So I'm Dr. Maggie Dow, and I'm a mental health provider in San Antonio, Texas. And my dog, Dorothy, she's two years old. And so she's my partner in my counseling practice. My practice is called Calming Storms Counseling. And I started my practice about five years ago independently. And along the way, I just became very interested in having an animal partner. I want to say it was about 2018. My colleague and friend at Texas State, she was incorporating her therapy dog into her sessions. And I was so intrigued by that. So I just started asking her questions and I just wanted to do what she did. She was like my role model, I want to say. Now, is your friend, is she the one that leads the program at Texas State? She started the program, yes. Okay, I didn't realize that you knew her before she started that. That's great. Yeah, we got our PhDs together in 2011. Okay, all right. And remind me of her name? Elizabeth Hartwig. Elizabeth Hartwig, and she runs a therapy dog, animal, well, animal assisted counseling program at Texas State, not just therapy dogs. For mental health professionals. So it's very specific for mental health professionals. Yes. So is she how you discovered the role of therapy dogs or was that something that you had figured out before that? I used to go to the library with my daughter when she was younger and my daughter loved read to a dog program. So there was some therapy dogs there and she always wanted to visit with the dogs. And we didn't have a dog at home because my daughter had allergies to dogs and she had a lot of medical issues early on. So I didn't really think having a dog was a possibility for us. But when my daughter was in fourth grade, her teacher had a retired service dog 
that happened to be an Australian Labradoodle. And, you know, I was concerned initially about, well, my, my daughter's, you know, we love dogs, but she's allergic, so forth. But my daughter had no problems being around this dog. And so I met the dog and the dog's temperament was just so sweet, so friendly, just such a sweet dog. I mean, I went to volunteer and I was a stranger and this dog was following me around. It was just the sweetest thing. I felt like the doors had been opened and I remembered my colleague was incorporating a dog into her practice. So I thought, let me just get it started. The original intention was for Dorothy to work with me. But along the way, I also became very interested in volunteer work. And you do both, right? She, You volunteer and she works. Yes. So my daughter had a lot of health issues early on. And thank God she's passed most of the very difficult things. However, I feel like it's my turn to give back. So we go to a pediatric oncologist's office. We drop off notes. And some people on Instagram have sent me stickers and notes. They've been so generous about uh, contributing to that. And we also volunteer at the Ronald McDonald House. Okay. All right. Nice. I love that. I love that you give back. And you and Dorothy participate in Operation Sticker Liquor too, right? Yes. Tell us about that. So it was an organization, Mika and Moo. I'm sorry if I have the name wrong. It was really their idea. I'm just a partner. So it's just been an honor. So it's basically people sending in stickers and notes from their dog. So then when the child gets it, the kids are so excited. Yeah, that's so great. That's such a great initiative. How did you know that Dorothy would be a good therapy dog and would enjoy that work? So I got in contact with the breeder and I told her what my intention was. I said I wanted a dog that was going to work with me and I wanted certain characteristics. I wanted friendliness, confidence, because as a therapy dog, you know, they're out and about. So I wanted a dog that would be confident. And, you know, if there's something that's fearful, just be able to overcome that quickly, you know? Yeah. So I waited nine months. It was a long nine months. Oh, and I also wanted a girl. It was just a personal character. So, you know, a boy would have worked just fine. Yeah. I just thought, I want a girl, you know? And so I waited nine months. And when we went to pick out a girl, there was just three girls, or actually there were two girls. And Dorothy, I mean, she was just so friendly. She came up to us, we were strangers, and she just was so excited about us. The breeder said, have uh, your daughter just walk away and see what she does. Yeah. Dorothy just followed her, and a complete stranger. Aww, that's so precious. Dorothy's just that way. She just loves on all people. I love that. So Dorothy's been working in practice with you for how long? Oh, so the other piece is we started training right away. I brought her home 2019 and we just, a lot of 2019 was spent just training. I did hire some professional help, someone who uses positive reinforcement who also had a therapy dog. And so she had a lot of experience on that. And I felt like I really needed a professional guide on this journey yeah so Dorothy was very excitable as a puppy so she wasn't ready in 2019 but in 2020 I decided to go with a volunteer organization initially Alliance of dogs because I was interested in volunteer work, but they also do allow you to incorporate your dog in your professional work, whether you're a doctor, dentist, mental health professional. So I really like that about Alliance. And so we were fully certified March of 2020. But if you remember where we were as a country in March 2020. Right. Things changed just a little bit in March. <laughs> okay. So a lot of my practice became virtual, you know, a telehealth. I didn't do any telehealth before March 2020. So there was 
just a lot of changes that happened, but it, it also gave Dorothy a chance to really mature. And so we went through our training at Texas State this year, and Dorothy is completely ready for the job. You know, we had some counseling sessions there mm-hmm. as part of our training. And since then, I've started taking her to my office. It gave her a chance to mature, like I said. Yeah. That's really great. So you felt like that program really helped to prepare her for working with you. In the mental health realm, for sure. It's just more advanced training for us mental health professionals, just incorporating your dog into treatment goals and things Mm -hmm. like that, for sure. Yes. That's really great. I know you and I have talked a bit about this, and I went to their info session because of you, because I am currently way behind you in this journey. As a trainee, and actually, I've only seen clients virtually through telehealth just because of when I started the program. So it's interesting how that's kind of switched. But yeah, I really look forward to hopefully doing that same journey with Sunny over the summer. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like such a good program. Your colleague there is just really, really friendly and really sharp. I enjoyed talking with her. Yes, you'll learn from the best. Yeah, I really hope it works out. It would have been so fun if we could have done it at the same time, but Sunny just wasn't ready. And one thing that I've really learned in this therapy dog journey is that it's so important to let them go at their own pace and not to push them until they're like, yeah, let's do this. Absolutely. What do you enjoy most about being a therapy dog team with Dorothy? The smiles and joy when we visit with people. I mean, it's just pure joy. I mean, she really loves it. And the people that interact with her are just, I mean, it's just mutual benefit. You know, Dorothy's just there to bring comfort, joy, whatever the people need, you know? I love that. Does she have a favorite sort of person that she visits? She really loves everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Do you have any advice for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? Yeah, I guess I would say it's never too early to start. Dorothy was born January of 2019. I brought her home March of 2019 and I had two trainers in my house that week. And I'm so glad I decided to go with the trainer that had experience with therapy dogs. She had a therapy dog, but I can't emphasize enough just starting early, getting someone who uses positive reinforcement Mm -hmm. and just taking your dog to as many places as you can. Lowe's, having them ride elevators. There's hotels that are dog friendly. So just going up and down stairs, going up and down elevators, letting your dog be exposed to different sounds and meeting so many different people, you know, men, women, children. I also sent Dorothy to daycare, which I'm glad I did because when you're going on the therapy dog visits, there's sometimes other working dogs. And so just making sure that Dorothy was desensitized. It's not always playtime. As she's getting older, she's realizing that. Along with that, I started reading, I just share some books that I really like. I really like this other end of the leash. Yeah. Just talking about a canine behavior. And then the late Dr. Sophia Yen, anything by her, really. I read this when Dorothy was a puppy, and I'm so glad I read that. And then this is a more recent publication, Doggy learning about dog language and just being an advocate for your dog. We're mammals, so we love to hug. That's how we greet one another. But dogs are so different. You know, Mm -hmm. the hug could feel like we're confining them, we're constricting them. And so it doesn't really feel pleasant to a dog. But, you know, like rubbing them on their chest, that's equivalent of a hug. And I know Dorothy Mm -hmm. loves that rub. So just, you know, being an advocate for your dog, learning about what dogs like and don't like. 
Yeah, no, that's really great advice because that way you can share that with the people you're volunteering with or the or your clients. And with clients, it's important to learn, you know, that different beings communicate differently and boundaries exist and those are important and it can be a really great teaching tool. Well, dogs are mammals too, but I guess my point is that people hug yeah. canines don't generally like that. I mean, they're exceptions. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sometimes I see Carmel always has, I don't know, like seven or eight kids are around her petting her at once and she seems totally unfazed by it and just yeah Each dog is unique. So again, as an owner, you would need to know, like, do I need to maybe set some boundaries and have, let's take turns petting, you know, but yeah, Carmel seems completely comfortable with that. So she's an exception for sure. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Well, thank you, Dr. Maggie. It was so nice talking with you. I really appreciate you taking the time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. And I will get this uploaded um, so that we can share it with more people so more people can learn about therapy dogs and how they can others. Great. Have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much and we'll see you next week.